Everybody say, I love Jesus. Everyone say, I love Jesus. Online, come on, say, I love Jesus. Mm. We love you, Lord. We have a treat for us today. Um, we really felt like the Lord wanted us to bring um, the teenagers and young adults up who went to camp and who helped in camp, and we really felt like the Lord wanted them to share some testimonies of what God what God did. We had over 30 ch- uh, people go to, to the two different camps that, uh, that we have this, this summer, and I know some of your children didn't get to go, and I know that's a bummer, uh, but I, I just want to really honor what the Lord did in these students' lives, and I believe that there is power in sharing your testimony. The Bible says that we o- overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony and loving not our lives unto death, that he gets it all, he does it all, and we want to give him praise for it. So I just want to encourage you, as you hear some of these testimonies, Shelly's going to share a few things before we bring them up to share testimonies, but I just really want to encourage you to praise the Lord with us for great things he has done. He has set some kids free, he's broken off some bondages, and he has called some destinies and some some uh, purposes for their lives forth during these camp, and God has changed their lives forever. So I'm going to turn it over to Shelly, and everybody welcome Shelly back to the stage. Hey, 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 bless you. Hey again. Uh, well, I, I have some notes I have to follow because we all know that Shelly says dumb things if she doesn't stick to her notes. Plus, I don't want to forget any, anything that I've, I've put down here. So, um, so yes, we're going to be sharing about camps today, um, and we're going to share about uh, Harvest Christian Camp. We're going to share about New Life Camp, and I'll explain a little bit of those differences in just a few minutes. But I just wanted to kind of um, point out, I don't know, maybe the importance of why we're given this so much airtime. I mean, I'm sure you understand how important it is. But, you know, we've been reading Colossians as a church. I was in Galatians in preparation for camp. And, um, you know, there's this exhortation that Paul had about, like, don't accept any other gospel besides the one that, like, I, I gave to you. You know, like, don't, we're not bringing in old traditions. We're not uh, worshiping angels. Or, you know, whatever. We're not doing these other things. There's, um, and, and I want you to know that the enemy isn't, doesn't change. His tricks aren't new. And the same thing is happening today. There is a different gospel trying to be presented, and, th- and that's just what happens. And it's part of the culture, and it's not like, oh, no. What are we going to do? You know, God's not up there like, man, what's happening to this generation? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, this is not new. This is just what the enemy, this is his trick. He's defeated. God always wins. We know the end of the story, you know. But there's there's something about, um, you know, needing to present the gospel, you know, in a way that's that's just just not tainted. You know, and, and so anyway, so w- what I'm just trying to say is that other generations, it's been other things. This particular generation, um, the trick that the enemy's trying to do is to say, oh, it's okay to be a Christian and still dabble in some witchcraft. Or it's okay to be a Christian and still uh, live in a, a sinful lifestyle. Or, you know, it's okay to be Christian and still do, you know, these things. And um, so anyway, so it, we just have to present you know, what it really means to love God and, and to serve God and, and all that and how he brings us freedom from those things. So camp is a great place to separate from the world, right? And to, there's nothing special. Wait, 
hold on, let me be careful how I say that. The same Holy Spirit is at camp as to hear Sunday morning that is in your heart that's at your house, right? It's the same Holy Spirit. But isn't there something really, really special about camps? When you get away and you're secluded from the world, your phone's put away, distractions are gone, you're out of your comfort zone, all of that, and, and it, it creates a special atmosphere for breakthrough to happen. And so anyway, so that's what, that's what camp has been, you know, for, for years, and that's what's happened this summer. And so we just want to give some time to, um, to just give the kids an opportunity to share on that and to just kind of, anyway, so the two camps, if you don't know, there are two camps that we kind of send our kids to. Um, one of them is Harvest Christian Camp. And, you know, that one is for, there's elementary, middle school, and high school kids that go there at three different times of the year. We've actually invited in the, the elementary students to come up here when everybody comes up so that you can just see how many people went to camp. And, um, and then there's New Life Camp, and that's the one at Anderson, and that is the one that we just finished. And um, so you might hear a little bit more about that because that's fresher on their minds and, and maybe more people participated. But I just wanted you to know the two camps that we're talking about. Um, the New Life Camp is the one that Levi and I directed. And lots of people from here contributed to it. Um, anyway, they, they, they complement each other. Many of these students went to both camps. And let me just tell you that those students are the ones who had like the most radical changes. And it's just amazing. But I want you to know that these camps are awesome. We work together, collaborating, uh, praying for one another. We have people that go to both camps to serve. It's just really awesome. Harvest Christian Camp donated so much food to New Life Camp. I mean, it's just amazing how um, they've worked together in the cooperation and all of that. Um, so anyway, for New Life Camp, that's the one that's the freshest that they just got back from, um, that is the one that Levi and I directed. And I just want to tell you a minute about kind of what the theme of it was. Um, the, the scripture that we went through, the theme of the camp was freedom. And the scripture that we um, leaned on was Galatians 5.13. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but do not use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. And so the theme of the week was, was freedom. And what does it mean to be free? What are we freed from? You know, sin, darkness, death, hell depression, right? Uh, anxiety, sin. Did I say that one already? Sin. We're free from sin. Uh, <laughs> all of that. Um, and then uh, what does it mean to be free and what does it not mean to be free, right? You know, all of that, no, it was to not be, or to be free of the law. And so talking about the guardrails and all of that, um, of, of the boundary within the boundary of love. And what have we been freed for, which is it's we've been freed to love. We've been freed for a purpose. You know, there's a reason why that we went through this. So anyway, um, it's, it was really awesome. A lot, most of these kids, uh, all of them received a prophetic word. Um, I don't know if many of you know that um, your kids are very aware now that they've been called to preach, which was awesome. Mike shared something Wednesday night. And so there was this declaration of, I am going to preach the word. And so there, there are just a lot of leaders that are being raised up in this house and Anyway, it's just, it's just so, so awesome. A um, couple of people that I want to thank. I'm going to call them up in just a second. Um, first of all, let's, he's not even here, but let's just shout out to my husband for keeping Truman the whole week. And he took off work and everything. It was awesome. But you guys, listen, Kim and Sarah were the heroes of the week. And I am not kidding because they cooked, the two of them cooked, every meal and it was good wasn't it 
Oh, man. And they organized that whole thing. They are just, they deserve all the praise. They have many crowns in their, in their, um, no, many jewels in their crown. Thank you. See how I just got to stick to my notes. It's a thing. Okay. Anyway, so everybody, if you went to camp, I want you to come up. I'm talking leaders, campers, and if it's harvest camp, new life camp. If you were a camper this year, and I don't even care if it was a different camp than what we went to. Come on down, because I know that Bryce went to another one. You can come on up, because you were affected. In come on up. Okay. All right, so stretch across, stretch across. Yes, leader. If you helped in any way and you just want to be part of it, the worship team can come up. You just stand up here and shine bright. Be pr loud and proud right now. All right. Do we see them? Is everybody up there? Okay. Hey, head this way just a little bit because we got more. Keep going. There we go. Keep going. There we go. All right. Yes. So a lot of people affected and blessed um, by what God did through camps um, this, this year. So anyway, so um, guys, there are some powerhouse leaders in here. Young adults, take a step forward or a hand up or whatever. Give me the young adults who helped, helped lead. Step forward because I want you, because you kind of blend with the little high schoolers. Yes. Yes, I know. Guys, listen to me right now. These are powerhouses, okay? I am so blessed by God to be working with these people because they are amazing. At the camp would not have been the same without them. They carried their weight and more. They are amazing leaders. They are just powerhouse leaders. They hear from God. They're willing to serve. They don't complain. I mean, it just I just can't say enough about how awesome they are. So praise the Lord for that. Give me, yeah, give me, yep, there we go. All right. So, and then I have to take a minute. Where's Levi? I'm blinded. Okay, listen, come up here. I want you to come up here for just one sec. Guys, quiet little shy Levi Simmons is a powerhouse leader. I want you to know. He was my co-director at New Life, and I'm telling you, he is, our strengths are very different, aren't they? But, like, with, we worked very well together because they complemented each other. And, like, it just would not have been the same without him. He's an amazing leader. And there were things that I missed that he thought of, you know. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. We should definitely pray for salvation. Good point. Okay. <laughs> yes. Missed that one. You know, things like that. I mean, just uh, prayer is so important to him. Uh, discipleship is so on his heart. Like, this guy... Just, I just can't say enough about how awesome he is and what an amazing emerging leader he is. Okay, so that's that. He loves the spotlight, so you can go back down. Okay. Um, all right, so, okay, we're about to get into testimonies here. So, but when we met Tuesday night um, to debrief, okay, we came to my, almost all these people were at my house Tuesday night. It was a sight. I just went, yes, that's right, you did miss it. And so, but it was, there was, it was full. My, I was like, oh, we should have done this at the church. I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't realize how many people. Anyway, so we were at my house Tuesday night. We were debriefing, and we went around, because not everyone's going to share today, but that night they did, and I asked, what was your favorite part um, of camp, and then what did God do in your heart? What, you know, what happened? What did you take away from it? And I'm, t like, it was just so many of them, it was worship. You know, worship was their favorite. They learned how to really love God in that moment. Haley's was her quiet time, which I thought was so precious. 
And, um, you know, they talked about their favorite part. But when they shared what God did, they all had something to say. And it was not this. I'm t- there was genuine life change that happened to every one of these students. And I was just so blessed. Like, my heart was just, oh, my goodness. It was overflowing. And um, listen, before, before I have them share, because I know if you're sitting in the audience and you didn't go to camp and you're like, why didn't I just suck it up and go to camp? Or, you know, or you're the parent of someone who, you know, didn't get a chance to send their kid for whatever reason. Listen, listen, this is just get your kids around these kids and it'll splash. Okay. Don't worry about it. These kids are on fire and there's lasting change. Like just we will, we'll catch them next time. We'll just get them onboarded into, you know, into what we're doing. And if you want yours, if you have a student in middle school or high school and you want them involved in what we're doing, but you just don't know how to force them to get there, you know, there's not, please come to me. Please come to me. I will, we will work out a strategy for onboarding, okay? We will meet together. I will meet with your student. We will, we will make it happen for you. If you want your student there and they are even remotely slightly willing to get there we will help that process so there's that also if you're a young adult and you've not started you've not been coming to our young adult things you really need to come because yeah these are awesome people young adults second and fourth Fridays of the month here at the church from 6 30 until like 11 is how long we last we we stay a while then there's an after party that goes until like four in the morning after they leave here and I clock out so um that's that uh wait let me stick to my notes before I do this because I don't want to miss anything um yes oh youth group time yes youth group is tonight it's it's the second and fourth Sundays of the month and um that's from 6 to 8 p.m all this is on the website too um but I want you to know too because I know that we have all of us have someone in our lives that we really want them to get it right? I was sitting around at camp that like the last day and I was looking around at everything that happened and I just had tears in my eyes and I was just so full, you know, so full of like, wow, God showed up. And then sadness came because I have people I'm believing for too, that I want that kind of breakthrough for. And the Lord instantly, he just spoke to me and he said, Shelly, he said, you sowed seeds and that will reap a harvest for your people, for those that you're believing for. And so I just want to encourage you that, that God sees that you have people that you want breakthrough for. So just start taking this as a seed and begin to sow your own seeds. And we'll talk more about how you can sow the seed once they're finished. But let me make sure I got them all done because I'm about to unleash and just let them go. I am going to hold the mic, though, just so that you hold it up. We have this issue. See, if you hold it down like this, then you can't hear anything. Okay, so I will hold the mic for you. Um, plus, if you say something weird, I'm going to pull it away. <laughs> Stay focused, everybody. Okay, all right. Okay, so I think I'm going to unleash on let people start sharing. Who wants to be first? Who would like to be first sharing their testimony? Yes. Ah, yes, Lincoln. Okay, I'll share when you're done. I'll try not to make this too long. But <laughs> when I was, so I was, this is going to be about worship and stuff. So when I was younger, 
I didn't really understand about worship and how powerful it can be and stuff. Because, like, whenever it'd be Sunday morning, I'd go up with my mom. I'd just stand there, and she'd be worshiping. I would just do nothing, just stand there with my hands in the pocket and stuff. And I didn't understand worship that much. But as the years went on, I think this year was the most powerful one I've had. Like, this year, I have felt more free about worship and stuff and about myself and about worshiping. I don't worry about what other people are going to think about me because, like, when I was younger, I did kind of thing like that, you know, standing out from the crowd and stuff and what people are going to say about you. But um, this year at camp, well at Harvest, I really had a freedom of – it was just so much fun there. I had uh, lots of freedom of worship and stuff, and we just – it's just every night was so much fun. And then New Life is whenever I was starting to become a leader of worship. So – it's like um, one night, me and Bo, I was standing there, me and Bo were there. Bo's not here right now, but we were both there, and it was, we were singing Glorious Day, and I was like, Bo, when it comes to time, we're going to be jumping, okay? <laughs> so it got to the time, and then we started jumping. I think we were the only ones jumping at first, and nobody else, and then people kind of started joining in and stuff, and we all, and then it ended up all of us are jumping and stuff, all of us having fun, and so, and then we were having a night of where we would talk, talk about what we what's happened to us during the week and stuff, and I... I talked about how I was becoming more of a leader of worship and stuff and how I felt more led to be a leader of worship and what God's called me to be and stuff. And then I think Ashley actually also had a word for me that whole week, like how I was going to become a worship leader and stuff. And so, yeah. Yes, that is so true. Like when Lincoln does it, people follow. And he worships and doesn't care who's around him. And that was just the coolest thing that happened. So, yes. Woo! Amen. Praise the Lord for that. All right. Who's next? Are you ready? You can do it. Yes. Oh my gosh, you guys. I just step forward just a little. This guy right here, I just can't even. I just I'll just let him share. Okay. <laughs> um so through the years, I've always attended a church and I got saved around nine, and I always saw God as just a friend, like a person to catch you when you're falling so you don't hit the ground. And and in New Life Camp, I finally, finally found freedom from apathy and stepped out of my comfort zone. And before, I was relying on my parents to make my faith stronger. But now I take responsibility for my faith. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. This guy is such a leader, I'm telling you. And I, I watched that happen. We got to watch that because that it, it was visible. Like, look at him. Doesn't he look different? He looks different. I, I know. That's right. Okay, all right, who's next? Ah, Aliyah. Oh, this is exciting. All right, so before I came here, I thought that, oh, it's just another church. I'm not, I'm just going to lay back in my seat. You could even ask my mom and my dad. <laughs> I've, since, ever since church camp, I've been really into it and just, want to worship and all that has just helped me and yeah yeah, yeah. 
And I also got baptized, too. Yes. Woo. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes. He is awesome. He is so awesome. You've got leadership on you. All right. Who's next? David. Um, while I was hanging, ar- hanging around um, my friends, all of the people that went to camp, I was remembering that if it wasn't for my parents bringing me here, I probably wouldn't have never um, met them. And also, I would be in Florida if it wasn't for the twins that's in their toddler room in the, in the room over there. So, um, you made great connections, didn't you? Yes, that meant so much to him. He was, can I tell him about, he was walking around going, can we just live here? Like, he was just so happy, just so, like, uh, there was this need for connection that was filled, and it was really precious, wasn't it? Yes. All right. We good? Okay. All right. Who else? Who else? Who, who, who's on the hook for it? I actually have people written down. Joa was on the hook. Oh, so Spencer. Okay. All right. Um, my favorite part? Oh, you're holding it. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. So, okay. Um, my favorite part was probably like the connections that I made with everybody because I kind of knew everybody from church, but uh, those deeper connections were made during that week. We saw each other every day. <laughs> kind of a bad thing. <laughs> but anyways, um, and then I think God really started to show me some of my gifts and I got, like, gl- uh, glimpses into what that could be, like, uh, um, not just the gifts I already have, but, um, like, even even more, um, like, youth ministry, maybe, like, worship ministry, kind of stepped forth into that, yeah. um, more leadership, um, so that was really cool, yeah. so that's what I like. Yeah. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Joe. Yes. All right. Spencer. Yes. Well, I'm not hiding behind yes, a tree. Yes, come, come out this yeah. way. Yeah. He's behind a tree. Which is All right. See, you blind. You need Thank to be blind. All right. Um, similarly with Joa, um, I was showing a little bit of the giftings that I have and the, the abilities that I'm able to use and everything. Um, so on Friday night, our service that we had, um, Joel was the, uh, he gave the message and uh, Mike was doing worship and they had all of the counselors come up to be prayer leaders. Um, and if anybody needed prayer, they would just go up and find a counselor and get prayer. Um, and we weren't in groups. We were all just individual. And so when we do it, you know, when we have prayer teams here, and I've ever been on that, you know, I always look for somebody like Shelly or another leader to, like, to lead it. You know, like, I'll pray for you, but I'm going to let them lead it, and then I'll just hop in later. Um, but as some people came up to me, it was very, very smooth for me. It was very um, – I knew what I was doing. It, it felt like I'd been doing it for a long time. It felt like it was just – it was right for me to do it, and um, it felt very comfortable to do that. Um just think it, it flowed off my tongue well. Um, I, I got some good affirmation, which is helpful for me, um, from some other leaders about some things that I said, some prophetic words and things that really just encouraged me um, and showed that my overall, my just my prayer ability, my ability to, to see and sense and um, to pray for people and my um, just the vision that I have in the prophetic is just continuing to grow in me. That is something that I didn't see a whole lot even just a few months ago, um, but it's coming around a lot more now when you put a demand on it the lord blesses it and that's what that's what this is about getting out of the comfort zone thank you praise the lord yes my arm is tired from holding up so high for tall spencer all right who else who else okay 
Yes, I'll follow the rules. Um, from a parent slash helper from the camp, it's a little different perspective. And Shelly touched on this. When, when you're on stage and, and you're trying to lead worship first and second day, it's pretty rough. It can be. And you, you get to watch the transformation. <laughs> Not just in your own kids. But you watch them all like there was a there was a physical presence where they changed. And one of the things that we got to do, can I share this? Is look up Ira Sankey. Just look it up in D.L. Moody. But Ira Sankey would sit in the, the, the sanctuary and he would write while D.L. Moody would preach. And as a worship team, we say, we are a creative community on the cutting edge of art, music, and media. My favorite part was watching these kids come up at the end of worship and uh, share songs that the Lord had gave them. So here is, Bri I'm not going to sing it, I'm just going to read it, okay? Here was Bryce's song. I'm not a lost cause. God made me perfect. I will never be forgotten. I have a future with God. Many of them had that. So I want to encourage you to talk to them, ask them what God said, and do what Shelley said. Figure out how to sow seed into this very fertile soil. Yes. Amen. All right. Who else has something? Yes. I don't want to miss it. Alexander? You sure? No. Sure? Okay. Yes! Okay. So, I guess I've always been shy and not a talker. Mm -hmm. But that camp, I've lost some anxiety and some judgment. Yep. And I've been able to be myself more. That is awesome. Who did? Okay, Ashley had something. And then, yeah, yeah. Um, like, as Mike said, we got to kind of watch throughout the week the change in each kid. And we just fell in love with your kids. We watched, I mean, stone hard faces the night one of worship to just crying out and just talking to the Lord during worship. So that was really cool from our perspective. It, it really um, it gave me a perspective on how important discipleship is. Even though I always known it, yeah. um, it, it just drilled it in, watching it happen and, and seeing just the fruits of, you know, pouring into the youth. Um, but, yeah, like Lincoln said, he was one of my favorites to watch because he just worshipped and it was pure and people followed and people got changed just because of worship. He didn't have to be on a stage worshiping, which he is awesome at too, but just worshiping by himself. You can be a worship leader from right here. And he, he showed that and, and people just followed. But I'm going to share one um, that was really cool of Isaac's testimonies. He's in the back and he wouldn't share it anyway, but he got a um, prophetic word that was super cool. And um, when he when he got the word, God gave these confirmations that he knew that it was God speaking to him. So one of the one of the words, the, the girl, she doesn't know him outside of here. And she told him, 
some things about himself that was just really sweet. And then she said, but I see you on a lazy river. And you're just floating. And, and the lazy, we're getting ready to go on vacation. And that's his favorite spot is just sit on the river and just float around. And it was, for him, it was God knew him. And so it, it just gave that confirmation. And then Pastor Johnny was praying over him. And he said, he gave him a word about being a, um, oh, my gosh, what's the word? pioneer thank you a pioneer and um how he was going to just pave the way and he he even said that he would be like lewis and clark well isaac starts laughing and mike tells me later they were on the trail the night before walking up in the dark and isaac was like it's really dark out here it was just them two and Mike had told him, he was like, imagine what the pioneers and the settlers felt like. He's like, it was like Lewis and Clark, you know, imagine them. And Isaac's like, who's that? And Mike kind of laughed at him because he didn't know who it was. And he got to tell him who Lewis and Clark was. And then the very next morning, Johnny spoke over him and said that he was going to be like a Lewis and Clark. So it's just cool how God speaks through different people. And he assures the kids and, and us in general, everybody assures them that he knows them and he knows their heart. So that was really cool for Isaac. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Praise the Lord. You got it? All right. Okay. All right. So Ben went to, you served at all three harvest camps. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't get to go to uh, New Life. I was one of the sad people who didn't get to go. Um, but I did get to spend practically a month helping ha Harvest Christian Camp, which uh, was a complete different experience for me because I have been going to camps since probably like these kids' ages. And uh, every year it's it, it was kind of the same thing where um, kind of like how Bryce said, like his parents, he, he said that how his par parents were the reason why he they pulled up his faith I went to camp and then eventually started getting into a place of like, all right, life is cruddy right now. I, I just got to get to camp. And once I go to camp, everything will be good. And then you go to camp and then you get filled up and then you go back to life and you get burned out. Well, um, when I served at Harvest, um, it was crazy being able to experience that week and week and week after with completely different groups of kids. Um, I had a couple of these guys in my group, uh, these little guys in one of my bunks, and just watching from night one, just like Ashley and Mike said, and seeing how they acted the first night of worship, and then the change, the, the complete alteration of how they were interacting with worship and with the words they were getting through the week, it was crazy. It was crazy to see these eight, seven, nine-year-olds praying in tongues. Yep. That was that was insane to see. And watch watch the guys in my bunk start tearing up because they started hearing something from the Lord that they never thought that they would hear. And from there, just going to the next camp, which was um, incredibly uh, sweet because uh, I got to go with all three camps. It was elementary, middle school, high school. Elementary, they were just fun. It was great. It felt just energetic from the Lord. And then the next week was uh, pretty much the sweetness of God. It was, it was him talking to us. It was teaching to us. It was this closeness that you got. But then 
the real stuff happened for me at High Life, which is the high school where we had a group uh, that uh, years past before had this uh, lock on them. I remember the, the camp year specifically. I went there at one point, and the kids there had this lock on them. Like, they just had this wall that would not go down. And so the leaders halfway through High Life were like, why are we not getting through? Like, what is not happening here? Because we hadn't been used to it. And then all of a sudden somebody went, these are the kids from three, four years ago. And then everybody started going, oh, there needs to be some break, breakthrough coming in on this. And from then on, we came in at a whole different mindset. And my gosh, guys, I highly suggest if you have a person who is 17, 18, 19, a uh, kid who's out of high school who's looking to do something over camp uh, over summer, I highly suggest sending them to camp because they will be equipped themselves and they themselves will be ministered to because I am still to this day <laughs> getting ministered to. I have made connections that I haven't ever had outside of camp and watching kids from this high life camp get breakthrough on a level that they've never experienced before. We had spirit of death broken off kids. We had PTSD healed in some kids. We had um, uh, kids who were coming in there with anxiety that had brought them to nearly, you know, taking themselves. Um, identities were restored, levels of renewal. It just was palpable. Like one morning we were just going to have a little worship and then it turned into a whole intercession and prayer and healing amongst everybody at the camp. And for me, that was that w that that's just something that I know that I have to go into the rest of my life with because it's it's incredible. So, uh, yeah. Well, you're yes. Amen. I was there one night for High Life while Ben was playing um, the violin and there was a night that um, there was someone that was actually being delivered of some um, witchcraft things and He's playing his violin, and I'm telling you, the Lord just spoke to me. He said he plays songs of deliverance, and it was just coming out of his violin. It was just just this sweet presence. So, yes, amen. Thank you, Ben. All right, I know I need to hear from Levi and Eva. That's who. <laughs> All right, you want to go first? Yeah, you can. Oh, you got on your hat. Good. You're okay. Good. You're going to pull it away. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, I just want to say that um, I really felt there was really this presence all over the camp. And I just, I looked at the kids' faces throughout the week, and it was just like you looked into their eyes, and there was just this light and this spark that w hadn't been there. And it was just, there's this amazing presence there. Um, yeah, for me, I, at one point during worship, I sprained my leg, and um went some are jumping <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had a bunch of kids and uh, counselors they came around and prayed for me and um, the pain definitely increased and then the next day um, Emily Emily prayed for me and um, it decreased and by the end of camp there was slight tightness but it was all gone so that was amazing awesome mm -hmm. yeah and just personally for me like I know these this was for the kids but like it was the topics were very meaningful to me too and um i just felt very filled and um 
just was definitely an encounter with God for me. So that is that is so true. Every hand for her. Yes, because that is so true. When you pour out, I'm telling you, the Lord fills you up. Like it is just that's just what happens. All right, Levi. For me, um, less so just this year, but more of a testimony over the past 10 years. So I've been going now about 10 years to both camps and been a part of both as a camper and then went in as soon as I could to be a leader there as well. And just thinking back, like the first year going, sitting in my seat and thinking, even looking at the counselors, I'm like, there's no way I would ever go up there. Like, I, not a chance. I'm not going to be up there, nothing like that. And now I'm directing both. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, oh, okay. But, um, yeah, and just an example of that, like, my first year at Harvest, um, about 10 years ago now, I had a, I was skating and fell off and got a really bad gash in my arm, like, terrible gash. And all week long it was bleeding and didn't want to tell anyone. I was too shy, just didn't mention it at camp and didn't tell a single person, just sitting there bleeding. And <laughs> <you know laughs> That's how shy I was. I wouldn't talk to anyone. And now I'm helping, leading, and kind of along the lines of what everyone's saying, just seeing that transformation in all the kids is just absolutely amazing and inspiring to see. That's hilarious. You're so shy you were a biohazard. <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. Levi is an amazing leader, and it's awesome to see how he has just emerged. All right. Anyone else? You've got one. Yes. I just want to make sure that we highlight Shelly and take the time to thank her because she really she poured her life and her heart into this camp and into these kids, and not just this week, but every day. Like She's changed my life. She has, and so I just want to thank Shelly for all that she's done and bless her as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. All right. Ma Mally has a testimony. Okay. Okay. So at Harvest, I feel like I got more, like, into worshiping, like, jumping and dancing. Mm -hmm. But, like, I got to go to New Life for, like, some of it. And I felt more, like, open to, like, give prophetic words. Because, like, before uh, I came to ca New Life, I was, like, always so scared to give, like, a word to someone. Now I'm, like, excited and happy, and I really want to. Yeah. And I do feel like from Harvest, I got, like, a lot closer to the Lord. And, yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay. All right. So anybody else? Last chance. Last chance. So I'm moving on to some other things. Haley, yes! <laughs> I'm sorry. I get so excited when all the shy people, like, talk. I'm like, yes! So, like, all my life I've been going to church and just automatically thought that I was Christian. And it wasn't until, like, a few years ago I actually thought and stopped. I was, like, thinking what you have to actually do to become a Christian. And it wasn't until this year that I started to get really, really close to God. 
and camp like really brought me closer to God and just pointed everything out and Thursday I was really emotional because I had to leave Friday for dad camp and so I was crying and really sad because that camp like if you're questioning your faith that is the camp to go to so just Anderson camp really brought me closer to God and it was amazing yes thank you all right awesome thank you for sharing you got anything okay well a lot happened in Hudson all these do you have you want okay all right okay because you had an awesome time at harvest didn't you yeah all right you, you did okay yes you got it so uh, I'm not really used to talking in front of a big crowd, but uh, when I went, <laughs> no, when I went to harvest uh, the first day of camp and when we did uh, worship, and we spent in the sanctuary like three or four hours, I thought that was pretty boring. <laughs> but then after uh, the second day, I started getting into it and I started feeling the presence of God filling me up, and then. Uh, on a morning service, uh, my back was really irritating me because of an injury I had. And then uh, I had a bunch of people praying for me, and then I finally had my back healed. I was there that morning. That was awesome. Yes. Ah, thank you for sharing, Cohen. Yeah, get used to talking in front of people. It's a thing. Yes. Yes, Ava. I hate talking in front of people, so I'm going to try and make this as quick as possible. But, yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, so I, several years back, back when I was like 9 or 10, I had some pretty bad stuff happen. I lost my younger brother, um, and my grandma got very, very sick and did not remember any of us. So she had al Alzheimer's. And so I lost my spirit of joy, and I had anxiety and depression really really bad and I struggled with suicidal thoughts and harming myself and um, second day of camp I kind of just started crying to my counselor Lydia and she we went and talked and I ended up talking to Shelly and I got healing for all of that and I have not had one suicidal thought since and I'm not yeah Amen. Yeah, and I received my joy back from the Lord, and I've been a lot happier and healthier. Yes. Amen. Yes. Thank you for sharing. All right, anybody else? Yes. Does David have something? Oh, okay. He's like, oh, his eyes. That was cute. Okay, all right. So, I want you to, everybody, stand tall and proud. Stand out there so everybody sees you. And I want you to maybe scoot down just a little bit more because we still have a, a hook down there because I really want everybody to be able to see everybody. So I want you to take a look at all of these people up here, young people, young adults, all of that. And I just want to ask, would you be willing to sow some seed into this generation? Would you be willing to sow a seed of prayer? Would you be willing to pick one of these kids and pray for them like they were your own? 
daily. It just, it just takes one. If, if everybody out there prayed for everybody up here, I think we're about even, you know? <laughs> so, but would you be willing to do that? If you're willing to do that, give me a hand up. Okay. All right, I'm going to somehow arrange this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to somehow figure out how to get all these names into your hands so that you would have this one individual to pray for and pray for them like they were your own. Okay, and there's there's more. And then if you have somebody that you want prayed for, make sure you see me because I will make sure that I give that to someone to pray like 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 they were your own. So we need we need someone praying for them. Do you know what else we need? We need someone discipling them. Now, parents are to disciple their children. Yes, we're doing that. We bless that. We know that we love that. And when the kids get to be about 15-ish, maybe, sometimes a little bit earlier, it is really, really, really helpful for the child and the parent if they have someone else, another adult speaking into their lives that is breathing life into them, that is encouraging them in their walk, that is encouraging them in the word, that is helping them walk through any of all of the things that come, it is really, really helpful. And so I just want to challenge you to just ask the Lord, am I, who, not am I, because we are, who am I supposed to meet? Who am I supposed to spiritually parent? Who am I supposed to mentor? Who am I supposed to, you know, what whatever it is, at least one. I would just challenge you at least one. And if if, if you're not there, if you, if you really are at a place where you're like, well, I'm just completely brand new, and I probably need a spiritual parent right now, I understand that too, but there are the, and there are other ways that you can sow into this generation. What, what gifts do you have? You know, if you want to help, but you don't know how to help, come see me, okay? Uh, there are lots of things. There are lots of ways that you can sow into this generation, and so I just wanted to just, just make that challenge, you know? And I'm telling you, because one person can't do it all, right? I mean, I, I can't meet with all these kids. You know, uh, Alex can't, Kate can't, we can't, we can't do it. Um, we need the body doing it. Um, but guys, listen, how many of you guys would want a, a, an adult speaking into your life? Seriously, who wants that? Look. Hands up. Do you see that? They want it. Because this is the lie. This is the lie. Is that you think they're going to reject me. They're not going to want me. They're, they don't want input. They don't want someone speaking into their life. And that's, they do. They want that. They crave that. They long for that. They really, really do. And I'm telling you, um, there are so many things that try to come at us, that try to hinder us from, from helping out. One of them is, well, I failed my kids, so I can't, I don't know how to, I can't, I don't have anything to contribute. And that is a lie from the pit of hell, I want you to know, because again, we can go back to that seed sowing thing. You begin to sow seeds, and the Lord will reap a harvest in, in whatever happens with your own children. The other thing is, is I'm telling you that when it comes to like high school, especially working with high school kids, I don't know that you're, you know that you're doing this, but we relive our high school trauma. That's why we have a hard time working with high school kids. 
we begin to remember how bad high school was for us, <laughs> and we go, oh, I don't want to relive that, and I'm just going to submerge myself around these kids, and I don't know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it happens, and so I'm just telling you, just I just want to challenge you to push past those things, because these guys, they want life breathed into them. They are amazing. They're not scary. Like, they're not, look at, look at their faces. They are not scary people. They're amazing and wonderful people. I know that their walls are sometimes scary, but that's not who they are. They are hiding there behind their walls. They really are there. So anyway, but I just want to challenge you to just be the person that your kids needed. Be the person that you needed. Just be a part of the solution. Um, I, I love, I, I've actually, I love this strategy that there's been a season where I've really been pouring into the young adults. And how cool is it that now these young adults are pouring into the high schoolers? Man, these high schoolers love these young leaders. They love them, all of them. And it's just so awesome, and they're just amazing people. So um, I think that's all on my notes. I think I've covered, did I miss anything, Eric? Okay. Oh, and it's five after, so we got we got a boogie. But we did pretty good. I was like, I was a little worried we'd go over, like real over. All right, so let's give these guys a hand and just, yes. Yes, yes. Thank you for obeying the Lord and being part of change. Yes. We love you guys. All right, so um, you guys may have a seat now. Um, thank you for being up here. And then you, are you still wanting to pray? Okay, so I'll just hand it to you. Yep, okay. Um, Elena stole my thunder, but I really wanted to uh, thank Shelly publicly. Uh, I love this gal, and uh, she's doing a great job with the next-gen pastor here at New Covenant. Can I have an amen on that? And uh, Shelly, I just want to thank you for all the time and prayer, sweat, and tears. And even as you've sown into other kids, God is, God is going to sow into your kids as well. But uh, Shelly has a great team. My wife heads up the children's ministry. Yes. Kate heads up the, uh, the middle school. And there's just a, and a great high school team as well. But uh, we have some, we have amazing ministry here for children and junior high and high school. And are you thankful for that? Because yeah. I know I am. Amen. So let's just, uh, again, say thank you to Shelly for what she does and pouring out her heart. Amen. Thank you. I love you. And you can stick around here. If we could have Tom and even the prophetic team, we are going to pray for our college kids that are getting ready to go back to college. If you are a college student and you're getting ready to go back to college and you'd like to pray, if you guys wouldn't mind, come on up here. I know there's several of you. Asher, you're one of those. Elena, you're going to college. Anybody else that's getting ready to go back? Spencer, any others who are getting ready? Benjamin, you're going. Uh, come on up, Eric, Joa, all you guys uh, are getting ready to head back out. Is there anybody else who uh, is going to college? I thank God for these young adults. And uh, wow, we are so blessed. We are so blessed. And uh, if we could, uh, we're just going to gather around you and bless you guys.
some of you get behind, and if, if any of you get a prophetic word, feel free. Kind of get up here in a, a small circle, if you guys don't mind. Would you just extend your hand towards them? And Father, I just pray, God, for these young men and women. God, I thank you for them. And as they go back to college, Father, we know there are many distractions. There are many things that vie for their attention. But Father, we thank you that you are the superior pleasure of their hearts. I thank you, God, that they all love you. Everyone in this circle, they love you, God. And I thank you that they have called you by name, and they are God going where you take them. And Father, I pray as they go to college, Father, that you would bless them with peace, that you'd bless them with wisdom, that you would, God, fine-tune the direction that you have for them as they are struggling, maybe even with the major. Father, I pray that you would make it very, very clear on the direction you have for them. And so God, as a congregation, God, as they go off, Father, we just pray your blessing upon them. We pray your favor upon them. We pray your influence upon them. We pray, God, that they would disciple and that they would share their faith, that they would be loud and proud of who they are in you, God. And so, Father, I just bless them in the name of Jesus, asking your blessing and your anointing upon them. Father, I thank you for these revivalists. Mm. I thank you for these revivalists. I bless you in the name of Jesus. I bless you in the name of the Lord. I bless you in Jesus' name. I bless you, revivalists, in the name of Jesus. Declare the word of the Lord. Be who God has called you to be. And God, we just thank you, God, that they are carriers of your presence and your anointing. And we thank you, God, for them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Prophetic team, if you're getting anything, feel free to share. So what I'm hearing from the Lord is see, hear, and know. He wants you to see him, he wants you to hear him, and he wants you to know him. And in the seeing, hearing, and knowing, there's going to become this new courage that comes on you and a new confidence in, in who he's created you to be. And this download from heaven is just going to flow through you. And you know, you're going to know when to speak, how to speak, and how to stand up for who God's created you to be and the voice that you have in this season of life. What I was getting from the Lord was this was like the first wave of many waves that are coming. And like the waves of an ocean beat against the shore, they beat the rocks down and they, they beat the walls down. So this first wave that God is releasing from this church, and you're that first wave, is going to beat the walls down and release the captives in Jesus' name. else yeah well father we thank you that you have a prophetic destiny for this group and father we thank you god for bringing about your wisdom your revelation and your direction through them and we bless you as a congregation we love you and we are going to be praying for you guys you are not going alone and we re remind you that uh, you are carriers of his presence and we bless you in the name of jesus and everybody said, 
Amen. God bless you guys. You can be seated. Amen. Everybody give the Lord some praise on that. Amen. Amen. Well, this does conclude our service today. I pray you were encouraged. I want to encourage parents. If your kids aren't involved, please. This Friday night, we have young adults that meet at the church. Tonight, we have junior high and high school meeting here at the church. And we really want to get, encourage you to get your children involved with the move of God. God is moving, and God is reviving, and he's stirring hearts. And I thank God for it. Amen. So, Father, we thank you for that. We ask your blessing upon everyone as we leave. Father, as we leave this doorway that we call New Covenant, Father, you're sending us into the mission field. You're sending us into restaurants. You're sending us into our families. And Father, I pray that we would be a shining light as we go. That God, we would carry the love and the power of Jesus Christ everywhere we go today. And this week, Father, that we would be testimonies of the goodness of your kingdom. Lord, we love you and we honor you in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, amen and amen. God bless you. Have a great day. God bless you online. We love you.